I Should Have Known podcast. We're a trivia podcast, but with a twist. Sure, we've got lots of fun facts and interesting nuggets about a topic, but we've made a game out of it. One of our hosts, Soup's Andy or Tanner, has become a 20-minute expert on a topic, and they will present us with four big facts about it. But one of those facts is total BS. So listen as our other hosts try to sniff out the lie and guess along with them. Will you figure it out, or will you be shaking your head saying, I should have known? Welcome to another episode of the I Should Have Known podcast. It's me, Soups, with Andy and Tanner. And today, Andy is going to talk to us about perfumes. Yes, we're talking about perfume. So first, I want to get out of the way that many people think perfume is like only for women. Oh, sure, sure. But perfume is like the base word. Right. So like this includes colognes, eau de parfum, body sprays, any kind of fragrance you put on yourself to smell good. Sure. So it's not just for women. Okay. A lot of this, we're going to talk about the science of scent and how do you make perfumes and how that works. So I'm going to mix some of that in there because I don't personally wear perfume or body spray or anything. If you've been listening to our last episode about where we were talking about duty-free shopping in airports. <laughs> oh, yeah. You save a lot of money if you don't wear perfume. Great point. Yeah. Some of these that we're going to talk about today are so expensive it's unbelievable so yeah i don't personally wear perfume and i know like nothing i learned (laughs) so much from researching this topic like i did not know any of this it's really interesting though the science you know of smell Mm -hmm. i'm gonna give you four perfumes okay okay three of them are real and one of them i made up all right the way perfumes are talked about because you can't smell every perfume you have to read a description There's a bit of an art to how perfumes are described. Yeah. One fun fact, this is a bonus fact. This is totally true, not up for debate. Perfume designers or scent designers are called noses. What? Yeah. You ought to have a good nose. Uh, Yeah. 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 So if you read a description, a lot of times it'll say the nose behind this fragrance is so-and-so. Okay. That's their job title? That's the Yeah, the job title. (laughs) That's what they're called. Okay. But yeah. So just before we start, there are three basic categories of how the scent of perfumes are broken down. Mm-hmm. So the most basic part of a scent are the notes. Right. So just like in music, the basic building block is notes. Okay. Notes are just scents of individual items. Simple things like rose. Oak. Yeah. When you describe wine, you also say the same thing. It has notes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that's the same thing in perfume. Yeah. Okay. And it's important to remember that notes are the smell. So it's good you mentioned wine. That's actually a great example. It's not that this thing is actually inside the perfume, mm-hmm. but it just smells of that. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So then after notes, we move up and we have accords, which if you know music, they're basically chords. So it's a combination of notes that makes kind of a new unique scent and these are more complicated and people take a lot of liberties with these (laughs) right you can have all kinds of accords they're usually like more complicated things like animalic is an accord okay so it's like the smell of animals or animal bodies and then if you go up higher we have families which are larger accords and these include things like gourmand which is 
food scents, sugary, sweet. Right. Okay. There's also woody, green, and rather unfortunately, one of the major accords is called oriental, oh. which is an official term in perfumery. Mm. Okay. Which is not a very nice term, but this refers to the smoky, woody scents of the Near East. So things like frankincense, things like this. Mm-hmm. Spicy. I call I call it spicy. <laughs> <laughs> now those are names of accords. Yeah, the big ones I said are families, but families are just big accords. Okay, so I don't know much about music, but I think with like color, this kind of makes sense too, right? Like if you have primary colors and secondary colors, and then you combine them into like a color scheme. Yeah. Like you pick three colors, put them together. These are the color scheme for my wedding. That's kind of like an accord, it sounds like, because you can mix and match notes and make a new accord. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it really is a lot like color and food and anything else where it's a a human sense. So the borders of it are are not always clear. Right, right, right. So I'm going to repeat these words. You'll hear them again because when I read you some of the uh, descriptions of these perfumes, they talk about these terms. Okay. All right. So are you ready to hear about the first perfume? Yeah. Hit us with perfume number one. Tell me. Yeah. Perfume number one. Eau de Europa is designed to make you smell like a pre-colonial European. Oh, why would you want to? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What does that smell like? And why would you want that? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's by a nose by the name of Carol Verbeek. She's Dutch. That's all I know. Yeah. (laughs) point of this scent so people are into like historical perfumery so like the idea of what did napoleon smell like Uh what did marie antoinette smell like yeah what did jane austen smell like they want to know these things this one's really interesting because it's kind of scientific but also it's perfume so it's like art their thing is they looked at texts from the 15th century, so pre-colonialism. Mm-hmm. They read what non-Europeans thought about the scent of Europeans. So they used these descriptions to recreate what a pre-colonial European <laughs> supposedly smelled like. If it's based off of like the difference between the culture describing them and the new people coming to them, I'm going to say like wheaty or like farms like pigs so i'm gonna guess like lots of animal scents all right you're on the right track soups do you have any idea what maybe the big difference between what europeans and the rest of the world smell like might be the smell like cheese exactly <laughs> what it. cheese yeah what? europeans smell like dairy products because dairy is not that common outside of europe so oh. the europeans smelled like Sour milk. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. The perfume has the animalic accord, particularly horse. Okay. Body odor. So it's musky. Mm -hmm. It's lactonic. So it smells milky. Like sour milk. And they added a touch of floral of rosemary because rosemary was used to ward off the plague. Right. Huh. Isn't that the recipe for focaccia bread? (laughs) (laughs) So that makes total sense. You would do it for historical value. You want to find out what these people smelled like. But then is there another purpose? Does anyone want to smell like this? Is it sold commercially? Well, yeah, I was just going to say, do you think you'd you'd maybe want to smell like a pre-colonial European? No. 
I have no interest in that. <laughs> Depending on the price. <laughs> yeah, so quite pricey because this is like an artisanal perfumery and they only made like one batch. So this isn't a super commercial. It's actually super new. It's from okay. November 2020. Oh. So maybe they'll oh. make more if people were really interested. I don't know if you can buy it anymore, but it was okay. 295 euros for 100 milliliters. So about $308. Or, you know... I think almost all of those scents are on a farm. You could just go to a farm. <laughs> well, that's the point. The nose made a big thing about how our modern conceptions of scent and good smells are, they're tainted. Oh. So the tagline was, breathe history. Breathe history. That's, that's a cool yeah. line though. I like it. Well, that's a good one. Yeah. I don't know if I would buy it, but I like the thought process behind it. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I would really like to smell it. I want to just yeah. smell it. I don't know if I'd buy a bottle. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's go to perfume number two. Yeah. Okay. This perfume called Cyanide is made with the accord of potassium cyanide, which is a poison. Okay. And you die. <laughs> so <laughs> they make a big point about how technically it's non-toxic potassium cyanide, apparently. Okay. Oh, sure. Okay. Well, I've heard that you can make cyanide from apple seeds, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly where cyanide comes from, naturally. Yeah, so cyanide is a naturally occurring compound. It comes in many forms. The most famous form is hydrogen cyanide, which is a gas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People say it smells like bitter almond because it has amygdalin in it. Mm-hmm. But what's weird is about one in 10 people, particularly white Europeans, can't smell hydrogen cyanide at all. Oh, that's not good when it's a poison that you can identify by its smell. <laughs> but this perfume smells like that. So does it have a amygdalin in it? Does it have almond scent? So they claim to actually have, yeah, like potassium cyanide in it. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, but the notes that people say that it has, bitter almond is by far the most common note. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is by a perfumery called Alchemia. They sell by the five milliliter... Tiny bottles. Okay. Like a lethal d- little dose? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just like a cyanide dose. Enough to, yeah. <laughs> for you to sleep for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's $12 for five milliliters. Okay. Okay. Well, five milliliters isn't that much. $12 isn't that much. Yeah. Yeah, try it out. Yeah, I might try that out. <laughs> okay. Wow. All right. Perfume number three. This one is actually not a perfume. It's technically a body spray. Oh, goodness. But I love it. So perfume number three, in 2008, Burger King released a scent for men called Flame by BK. (laughs) (laughs) What? The tagline for it is the scent of seduction with a hint of flame broiled meat. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. That's what you want your men to smell like. Oh, goodness. (laughs) I get smelling like a fire, like a wood fire or something, like smoky. Mm-hmm. But why meaty? It's kind of animalic. That's just beyond my comprehension. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have another scent that goes with it, like a side of fries? Like just a little spray? <laughs> no. They released it twice, <laughs> once in the US and once in Japan. Okay. You got it with the meal, by the way. You got oh, a water and the perfume. <laughs> 
I want one Whopper and one Flame by BK. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much every review I read said it smelled disgusting. <laughs> Were they going for like a really well done steak? No, they specifically said it's a Whopper. Oh man. Okay. Do you know the accord or the sense of it? <laughs> yeah. So people said it had an ionic accord, meaning it was salty. Okay. Okay. Some people talked about wood notes and char notes. Mm-hmm. Sure. The meaty scent was the problem. They thought it didn't really smell meaty. Yeah. It smelled kind of chemical. That's what people called okay. it. Mm-hmm. It didn't have that natural meat scent. Oh, no. Disappointing. Yeah. Interesting. Very cool. I'm definitely not interested in that. I do not want that. <laughs> I just love the tagline so much. Scent of seduction with a hint of flame-broiled meat. <laughs> <laughs> they marketed it as this kind of like funny, like sexy thing. So their website was called Fire Meets Desire. Oh, man. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, this is discontinued, though. And the website is now a website for real estate development, which I think is hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, you lost your chance to... Okay, that's fine. I'm okay with that. (laughs) You don't want to smell like... I'll just walk into a Burger King. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so perfume number four. Ce chrétien magnifique is designed to smell like sex. Oh, for sure. (laughs) So literally that title, by the way, means Magnificent Secretions. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, this is by Etat Libre d'Orange. This is the perfumery. And it's quite famous among perfume aficionados. Hmm. So what what accords? What does, what does sex smell like? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Please let me read you just one line of the copy because the whole thing is too much, but here you go. Ready? Yeah, go ahead. This is it. quote. Like blood, sweat, sperm, saliva, secretions magnifique is as real as an olfactory coitus that sends one into raptures. (laughs) It's good copy. Good. That's that's (laughs) amazing. Copywriting. (laughs) There's more and it's much raunchier. If you're over 18, you should definitely look up this <laughs> yeah. perfume. It's amazing. But what what is in the smell? The main note is actually seaweed. What? It's designed that way. So people describe it as marine. So it's like made from a, a kind of seaweed. Sure. Okay. Also, this is officially from the perfumery. It's called the adrenaline accord, the blood accord, and the milk accord. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so it's marine, lactonic. Adrenaline and blood. Yeah. I guess if you add all those up, you'd get some secretions. <laughs> Why is blood involved? Have I been having Good point. Wrong? Good point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And this is a commercially available perfume. Yes, it's quite popular. It costs between 60 and $80 per 100 milliliters. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, people have opinions about this. Of course. There are lots of videos on YouTube of people smelling it for the first time. Uh Uh-huh. And the reactions are usually pretty hilarious. It's really one of those scents that you either love it or you hate it. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, some people said it smelled like having sex in a pool. Sure. Like, that's the totally normal thing to do. (laughs) A positive review? <laughs> it's 
Maureen. <laughs> yeah. Magnificent secretions. Wow. Wow. Would you wear it? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Hard pass. I'm good. Yeah, so those were my four cents. Wow. Awesome. But one of them I made up. Can you go through them once more before we guess which one's a lie? All right. Okay, so perfume number one. Ode Europa is designed to make you smell like a pre-colonial European. Perfume number two. A perfume called cyanide is made with the accord of potassium cyanide, a poison. Perfume number three. In 2008, Burger King released a scent for men called Flame by BK. And perfume number four. Secrétion Magnifique is designed to smell like sex. (laughs) Amazing. All right. What's running through your head, Soups? Number two. You're thinking number two, the cyanide. Yeah, it's too simple. Okay. The other ones are really crazy. Mm-hmm. Number three, I think I've definitely read about it. Number four. Someone definitely has that one. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I would go with number two. What about you? Well, I think they all sound kind of believable. Like, I don't know, people buy really weird perfumes and scents. Right. But I don't know why anyone would even want the first one. Like, it sounds purely like someone made it as a joke, like an Onion article or like maybe a research project. But that kind of sounds like something Andy could make up. Right. Yeah. I also get the cyanide one. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'll go with number one. All right. Then I'm choosing number two. All right, team. Yeah, number one is the lie. Really? Okay. But it's not a perfume. Ode Europa, it was announced in November 2020. It's an EU project to create a system and to codify the sense of Europe. Oh. It's a scientific historical project where they're using AI to scan texts from the 15th to 19th centuries for scent-related writings to preserve right. mm-hmm. the olfactory heritage of Europe. That's crazy. Yeah. So wow. this person, Carol Verbeek, she is a researcher at the Rijksmuseum. Uh-huh. And what she does is she recreates historical scents to use in the museum along with the objects. Mm-hmm. So there's a painting of the Battle of Waterloo at that museum. And she worked with perfumers to create a scent to smell like the Battle of Waterloo. Wow. So this is like what she does. And so I took her descriptions of pre-colonial europeans right because <laughs> i could not have made that up how would i yeah, have made that up yeah. oh wow very cool it was really hard to come up with an idea crazy enough because perfumes smell like everything yeah people are wild yeah. wow i should have known thanks for listening to the i should have known podcast Check us out on social media to get extra fun facts and to let us know what you want to hear in future episodes. And don't forget to follow or subscribe. You can even let your friends know about your new favorite trivia podcast. It's non-toxic, probably.